Welcome to episode 65 of Forging the Journey, where we discuss the joys and struggles of our entrepreneurial journey. I'm Greg Davis. And I'm Jared Dobb. And how you doing, buddy? Live. Well, I'm here. Good. It's been a good week so far. Yeah, yesterday we were out on the range shooting videos. We kind of started super early and went super late. Man, I'm jealous. We're trying something. We're trying something a little different, where we, you know, when we have a product video, normally what we've done in the past is just get on the range and try to like crank out this full video from start to finish. Get the talking, get the B-roll, and on top of that, Ridge and I are trying to learn a ton of different videography skills and different ways to do video and present things, and it just makes things super hectic. So we started with just the talking yesterday. And then with my slider, I got a bunch of the different B-roll shots that I'm going to, you know, make 3D call outs and track texts and stuff in After Effects. That's awesome. So we kind of, and now the next time we hit the range, it's going to be just B-roll. And it's going to, yeah. it definitely helped us stay on topic, you know, because I, I always would get, I would start talking and then we'd be like, oh, it'd be so cool to do this B-roll. And then all of a sudden you're like shooting B-roll and shooting guns and then you're thinking oh man i forgot to finish even what i what i was going to talk about and more than yeah. once i've come back to the office and for, we've forgotten an outro or we've forgotten yep. a key part so we're yeah. we started using like storyboards essentially that, that list out the shots and the scenes and the different things and we got really organized with that and we're trying it out so yeah yesterday was the first day of really implementing that yeah i'd say it went pretty good nice yeah i've been there uh, every single time I come back to edit we've forgot something or we get it's even worse you get to the range and you realize you forgot stuff to to bring with you but i'm dying to, I'm, I'm dying to get to the range this is this is a struggle this is the struggle right now is because we're so busy i mean we're still uh, orders are, it, our last 30 days was three times what it was this time last year um it's just it's crazy so I've got, I've, I've had like two, two extra guys coming in and helping and stuff. So it's just, we're, we're keeping up. Everything's going good, but we're so busy that the thought of taking off a half a day and going hitting the range or a whole day hitting the range right now, this, it's, it's not really going to happen, but it really needs to, you know, we released the Neomag type G a few weeks ago and we still have yet to actually do a promotional video for it of showing what it is it, we did a, a facebook and youtube live with it the day that we announced it but you know we have really yet to to make like a highlight video with it so i mean we we even have products that we need to make product uh, need to make a video for and we still haven't really got to the range uh, it's just it's it's crazy time right now. I'm I'm super super thankful for it because I know there's a lot of businesses right now that are that aren't sure how they're going to keep their doors open. Um, and my heart goes out to them. But uh, I'm just yeah, it, it's it's crazy right now, and I need to go to the range, but I I don't know when and how. And actually, the range we go to uh, in order for them to. Well, they closed for a while, but in order for them to open back up, they started using like a scheduling software. You have to get online and schedule a block of the day because they can't have any more than 10 people at this. It's, it's, it's kind of silly. It's a, it's a big outdoor range. You've been there. You can't have more than 10 people at that whole range. So, so they're, they're blocking, blocking scheduling stuff out. And, uh, and usually when we go to the range, it's, it's kind of last minute. It's like, Hey, it's nice out right now. And we're kind of caught up. Let's go. So, which that's not happened on our end. So yeah, we're fortunate that we have that private range, but Ethan has that property. I, I think about that a lot. I mean, there is, there's a range right up the road for me that it's, it's like 35 bucks a year. It's super cheap and it's not a fancy range. It's not like, what you have access to or what I have access to, but I'm planning on this summer tapping into that range. It's literally less than five minutes from my house. Yeah. Just for those little scenarios where I'm, I'm thinking to myself, man, I, I really wish I had that tripod shot or 
whatever, even just to brush up on some skills instead of driving 20, 25 minutes, I can hop right up the road and, and jump over there. But I just haven't had to because we've had the time to you know, get to the range during the day. Yeah. But, I just wish I had some place to go just, just for like five minutes every day. You know, go and shoot a box of ammo or half a box of ammo. Just record a, you know, paper drill of a day or something. Um, we've got a law enforcement range the next town over, and I have a couple my cop buddies um, will let me know if they're going to go over there, and they'll invite me to go over there. But it's it's usually kind of last minute, or it's or honestly, most of the time when they invite me over there, I just can't make it. So. Uh, but it's super convenient when we can meet over there because it is so close and yeah that's i really wish i had some place so i could just like go out back and shoot yeah um yeah i don't have that at my at my place growing up i did in my dad's house you could you could do whatever you wanted but he had land and you know i'm i don't not in the position to buy land right now. And even if I was, I probably wouldn't do it in Pennsylvania. <laughs> right. Being a hundred percent honest. Yeah. 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 Uh, I, I've said it before. I kind of foresee myself at some point moving West. I, I'm not sure what, probably 10 years. I don't know in that ballpark, but I would expect that I'll be in somewhere between Tennessee and Wyoming in the uh, next 10 years. Yeah. That's beautiful out there. It is. It's beautiful here, but it's just different. It's just different. Here it's all farmland, which is awesome. But out there, the mountains and everything are just gorgeous. Yeah. Dude, I also have – I have some news. Yeah? Not really news. I finally invested in ten, – only 10% of people on this podcast are going to care. But I finally invested in some more camera gear. Nice. Which was awesome. It's, it, it is applicable to this podcast, though, because it's something that – you save up for and you're working for and you're setting goals. I set a goal that I wanted to have these two lenses and now I finally have them and it is radically changing my photography, just having access to these lenses. And it's awesome. Nice. We were awesome. playing with them, playing with them on the range yesterday and getting some different content with them. So you'll, I think people will notice right away. They may not know like why the content looks different, but that's cool. It'll make sense. I uh, I got my lights in my LED lights. I mean, Dusty, you're really excited about those because it makes us look fantastic. <laughs> yeah, Dude, lighting just, is everything. <laughs> it looks so. It, it, it really does look good. Um, I mean, you can only make us look so good, but it makes us look better. And I'm supposed to get. I'm actually supposed to get the wireless mics today. And I'm even more excited about that. I can't wait to nice. I can't wait to play with that. <clears throat> so, and I've been doing. I've been. I took my one DSLR home, uh, my Nikon, and I've been picking that up more lately. And I've I've really enjoyed that. I've been. I've been taking. Yeah, you know, especially like on the weekends, I'll, I'll get stuff out and I'll take photos and stuff. So, it's been. It's been nice to do that. <clears throat> and honestly, some of your shots have kind of inspired me to get out and and take some pictures too. So I've been going heavy with taking photos of the family lately. That's just been my kind of my kick. And I, I don't really edit them or anything. I kind of just, I mean, some I have, I, I've edited up so that we could make some prints or something, but I just kind of drop them on the iMac and give them to my wife by the hundreds. <laughs> so yeah. I'll, ch I'll chase them around on a Saturday and, you know just get all the photos that you could ever want and yeah. that's something that it's like the way i think of it is if you're a any of my friends that are mechanics the cars that they drive are awesome awesome like often beat up and you know they they take care of everybody else's cars but not their own you know, not every mechanic's like that but a lot are and yeah it's like that with a photography thing with being a photographer oftentimes you do it professionally and then when you get home you put it away Yep. And you would think, I mean, people assume that just because you have really good cameras and really good gear that you're always going to be going around documenting your family and it's the opposite. So I'm, I'm trying to get a little more intentional with getting those really good photos of the family. Um, and, and like I said, even off directly off the camera, they're 
you know, better than my cell phone would ever be. And they can be used for whatever print, whether you want to do a massive wall print or just little five by sevens. So just trying to be a little more intentional about that. Yeah. Yeah. I used to be better at that too. And I got to the same point because you know, I, I shot semi-professionally for a long time and it was usually, you know, people too, senior pictures and weddings and stuff. And so, uh, just taking pictures of people, even as my family, uh, just, it got put to the wayside. Unless if, you know, we actually went out to do a shoot or something to get some updated family pictures or something, but it's hard to do that by yourself too. It's just not the same, you know, having a, doing tripod is what it is actually. Yeah. Go handheld. So, um, so man, I've, I've really, I've really enjoyed having the time to work on these, uh, EDC trays. I'm, I'm super psyched about it. I think I talked, did I talk about it last week? Yeah, you did. You, yeah. um, I think you, yeah, briefly, I don't think you went into tons of detail. You, you talked a little bit about the features and what you changed on them and gotcha. um, that you're going to add some leather or something like that potentially. Yeah. Yeah. So we, yeah, so we got some of the leather pieces in and, and they, and you know, those, those look great and, and function great and everything. And I did a little, uh, I did a little video on our Neomag inside Instagram account and kind of showed, showed the features and, and everything. And uh, the feedback seemed to be really good. So um, it's just, it's been so nice to be able to, to create something new. You know, I, I get, I kind of get in this rut because we are busy and of, of trying to keep the current stuff going. Uh, you know, I'm running the CNC and we're, we're building and packing all that stuff for, for our current products. But uh, I've been dying really since I, I think the last time I ran the, the last batch of EDC trays was probably last fall. So it's been a long time that I've been, I've been trying to get to the point where I can, I can make these trays. So it's been really fun to, to, you know, to create something new. And I just kind of realized how, how much I get kind of amped up on creating things and being able to, just being able to make new things. And, and, uh, I've kind of got a, a goal now and it's just, it, and the goal is to, is to create something new every day. And that's, and that might not, that's not necessarily like firing up a CNC and machining something new every day or, 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 or even like physically making something every day. Maybe it's just, it's just drawing something up in CAD or, or, or something. It, it, it can be pretty small or it can be something big, but I don't think, I don't think you're really going to, at least for myself, I'm not going to create something big and cool until I start doing something. And a lot of times what we, you know, are, are the ideas I've, I've had or the, or the products we have started off as something different or started off as something much more simple and it kind of snowballs into something bigger and better. You know, what's the process like for you, you know, when, when, you know, for you to create something? Usually for me, it's not, which I think we might be a little different in this sphere. I, I rarely sit down and say, what can I create? I get these like fleeting thoughts coming through my head constantly. It's nonstop. And this can even be for videos and photos. That's another form of creation. But even our products, I'm normally either I hear someone say something, one of my friends that I respect in the shooting industry, and then I start thinking, oh, that's an issue and we can solve that. Right. Or sometimes I literally wake up with this aha, like light bulb thing. And then the pieces start to fall together. So like when I go from this idea, that's when I have to start, you know, with small things and, and then creating. Um, I'm, I'm working through something now, which was something I've seen probably only two or three people using our bases for. And we're going to create products off of what, you know, what we saw them doing. And it's the same, it's the same kind of thing. So I have this concept of what, what I know that I can do with this product. But as I start creating, 
you know, for example, what, what I'm talking about is we're, we've seen a couple people and one of our good friends, Phil with bigger training is one of them using our round bases for barricade holders so that you can have portable barricades on the range that are made out of two by fours. They're super light. They're, they're not easy. They're not hard to take down. They're not bulky, but you can use them on our bases and then they'll be super stable. And so I'm working through a couple designs that ultimately the end goal for this is just to have a couple PDFs on our website where I'll have my AutoCAD drawing, not an AutoCAD file, but a PDF, but it'll have all the cut lengths of all the two by fours, the amount you need, the raw lumber you would need, and then two scale shapes that you could print out, cut out the paper, and then, you know, you cut out a cardboard or plywood or whatever you want to do. And it's as I'm thinking of things like that and I'm navigating a product that I already know can exist, that's when I start getting all these ideas of crazy, you know, for this example, barricades that I could build. But if I sit, if I sit down and, and tell myself I'm going to try to create something now, I don't create anything. It's, well, it's it, a, like a mental block for me. Sure. No, I, I think that's, that's good. I, and I think just as you're talking, I'm, I'm agreeing. I'm like, yeah, I'm the same way. So I, I think there's probably a, a mix there. And I, th- I think probably as, as someone like us who are just, naturally creators and and really enjoy creating things I, I i think i think people like us probably do have those thoughts constantly going through my head i i, I wake up and i have ideas i go to sleep i have ideas I, and i'm i'm trying to think through you know how things can work i'm i'm going through my instagram feed looking at what people are 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 using and carrying i'm i'm trying to think you know how can is there something here that I can improve upon? Is there something here that seems clunky that, that I can make more streamlined? Is it, and, but I think it, it, for me at least those ideas are only ideas until I actually put them into, into, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, until I actually put them into form. Right. So it's, it, that's why I let I think one of my goals is going to be, um, and I, I, I've got a few ideas that I've had at, for, for products for, for years, really. And my approach to this point has been, you know, put them on the shelf and just keep thinking through it and keep looking at, at other things and, and something will come together. Cause that's, cause that's how just the most recent, example that's kind of how the sentry strap uh became a thing is i had a need for a way to stage my sling better but i didn't really have the how it's going to work i didn't have that form and function yet and i kind of just thought about it for i mean for months and months and months and then just one day was a light bulb thing ah, I, I, yeah. I know how I need to do this. And I busted out a sewing machine and found some elastic and started, and started putting something together. So, uh, yeah, so a lot of times that's, that's how it works. But I think, I think I, I just want to see how, how and if things progress differently and better and that sort of thing. If I take just a few minutes of, of my day every day to create something and yeah and maybe it's just you know maybe it's just drawing something i i used to really enjoy drawing um and and doing chalk and stuff I, that's that's basically all i did through grade school is i loved art and i love drawing things and um and, and photography was that and we've already talked about that i've been picking up my camera more often to me that's that's taking time to create uh but i think just using that side of my brain of of creating things more often, I think it's only going to help. It's only help in the long run. And I think, you know, for those, maybe there's people listening that, that are not the, the super creative type, but they want to be, or they want to learn how to create and make things. And, you know, maybe they've, they've got the, the itch to create a business, but they don't know what they're going to do for that business. And they, need to create something or some, uh, you know, I, I think you know, taking some time out of every day to, to learn something and to create something I think would be, 
a good place to start. Just get get that ball rolling. It makes me think how much of creativity that we have is a learn. So, so I'll put it this way. I'm kind of changing a little bit here. There's definitely an aspect of the natural gift of creating. But then I think to what you're saying though, too, is if you're intentional about acting upon the ideas that you're getting in your head by say drawing them and then really exploring them further than just the fleeting thought, you could probably train yourself to be more effective with that creativity. I think as, as I'm just hearing you talk it's, and I'm thinking about when I get these thoughts and I'm, I'm thinking of this idea, normally there is a period of time where there's no sketch. There's just simply a thought in my head and I'm just pondering. So it's kind of like right at that, right at that point, taking that to that next level, I think would definitely help me out you know, with actually exploring that creative, but I'm, I'm curious and there's probably no way to quantify it, but I I bet you even people that think that they're not creative could probably in some way explore creativity as a learned skill. Right. You know, Oh, there's, there's absolutely a learned aspect to it. So that's what I'm saying to everybody is like, don't, you know, hopefully it doesn't come across that you have to have this, supernatural crazy gift of having ideas you know i definitely think there's an aspect that you could learn yeah yeah maybe it's it's just learning how to you know how to use a a software how to use illustrator how to use lightroom or something and uh how to use a camera you know how do you you know how to uh use fusion 360 you know uh how to knit, how to draw, how to, you know, like anything, any of these things that, that you use as a means to create, just taking the time to learn those things. And honestly, this is a perfect time for a lot of people uh, uh, to learn things like that. There's a lot of people that are, uh, you know, that are quarantining or something and they've, they've got extra time. So, you know, what better time is there to, learn to create something or to start a business or to, you know, then, then right now. So it's, uh, yeah, it's just, it's really got me uh, doing the CDC tray and, and, and having time to, uh, to get something new made. And, uh, it's really got me itching now to, uh, to, uh, to keep going and, and work on the next thing, which I was kind of bummed because, because we're already, I hadn't, I haven't even got back my last batch of Neomag plates from Black Nitro. I'm supposed to be able to pick those up today. Uh, and our system says that we're going to be low in a couple weeks. So I got to go right back to making Neomag trays. I was hoping to have like a week here to, uh, to be able to kind of fiddle around and prototype and, and work on something else. So I'm kind of bummed, but, but I'm going to try to, I'm just going to try to take a little time every day to, how to work on on something else yeah absolutely i definitely think that that's valuable it's i was thinking here that i haven't really been creating as far as products but that's because my my mental shift has gone to creating the content as of lately which i i'm just trying to I'm just playing around in my head, but I do think that it's the same processes in mind. You come up with the idea, you execute it, you play around with things, you tweak it. So it's not just creating a physical product, but even presenting that product. But that is fun. It is, it's an aspect of the business that is, it's exciting. Sometimes it's super frustrating depending on what you are attempting to create, but that's, usually that frustration for me is when I am learning something new or I'm navigating territory that's completely foreign to what I already have experienced. Yeah, for sure. Learning curve. And sometimes the actual process of creating something is really frustrating and you want to give up, but there, man, it's, it's such a good feeling stepping back and looking at this thing that you've created, whether it's a website or it's a, it's a design or it's a, a, I don't know anything. There's something so cool about stepping back and looking at this thing 
that sh that you made with your hands and your mind and uh and it just yeah i just i think creating things i think is just such a cool experience it's it, there's I, I i think we're the we're probably the only living thing on the earth that can consciously decide i'm going to make this thing i'm gonna make it because because i find it enjoyable you know there's a lot of things in nature that create things that have to make things for survival and that sort of thing but we're the only beings that that have this desire to make something because we enjoy it and because there's because there's beauty in it and there's there's function in it and, and that sort of thing so i think you know take on time even if maybe people listening aren't aren't necessarily a naturally creative person just just taking time to learn how to make to create and, and make things and experience that i think is uh is, would just be a really cool worthwhile thing yeah it's definitely something that i'm consciously looking at in our lineup and yesterday shooting the talking points for the new product coming out was kind of a little bit of that feeling of man this is pretty cool probably a lot of people have seen you've shot the new target way back. I mean, it's changed pretty radically since, um, since we were out in Ohio, man, that was probably six months ago or more that we were out there with hammer five, five, six and Paul. And I think you were shooting videos on the, that was, track. yeah, that was, yeah. That we when did you, had. when was that? Like, wasn't that six months ago? Uh, it was last year. Uh, I feel like it was longer than that, but yeah, it, was, it would have been, it could have been. I mean, we, we've had this idea man for a long time and it's it's funny how things are simple but complex and so some of the delay has been i've just wanted to make sure the bracket was done correctly i didn't want i just didn't want to release it with a poorly designed bracket um, so there was time in that really r and Ding how we're going to do that and then you're waiting for the right time and getting content and a game plan for release but yesterday I'm, I'm standing there with the new target system. And then off to my left, we have the three different versions of the ADAP system that we currently have. And it was kind of neat to go back through memory lane, you know, just checking out all of the different systems that we have and, and why each one progressed the way it did. And then ultimately telling the story of what made us create this new system and why it's applicable to a lot of people. So it's neat to look back and I especially like to look back on the skills that we've picked up along the way in the content. We were just watching the other day, speaking of creating our YouTube channel and TA, I was watching my old videos, how I used to talk in front of camera and the camera and stuff and super embarrassing. Yeah. If you're not embarrassed at, at, uh, at like anything you've created, uh, then you're then you're not growing and you, you haven't tried because you're going to put out stuff that that in hindsight you look at it, you're like oh but yeah you, you, you have to start somewhere hey, isn't the that day on the range isn't that didn't me and dusty uh change your bracket wasn't there something that we i had uh, been contemplating changing so we we had created a way to do this target system and we created a couple prototypes where we welded the bracket to the back of it. And I hate welding to the steel. So we, we did it like that just to test it, to see what it was going to be like. And we kind of had an idea that we were going to change it, but weren't a hundred percent sure partially because we didn't know what the applications of this target would be at the time. But yeah, you guys were like, Hey, just make a bracket that's different. And we ended up doing that. Yeah. I, I think I just we remember a little, remember little different than what, what you guys had. I, I ended up going through probably four different designs of brackets, yeah. which was the, the frustrating part was figuring out for anybody that knows our lineup, you know, that our angles bolt to the back of the plate with the ADAP system. And there was multiple things we were fighting. One, we wanted to make sure that the ADAP system mount was the exact same. I did not want to change top brackets or anything for, 
you know, what goes on the wood post. I didn't want to change that for this system. And then in the midst of all of this, <laughs> excuse me, we had released the 2.0 brackets, which have all the adjustment and everything. So that's what actually ultimately changed the brackets, I think for a third or fourth time, because we just said to ourselves, I mean, the ADAP system has all of the adjustment. Why doesn't this target system have all the adjustment? Yeah. That caused problems because we're using essentially the angles and the paddle holder are all one laser cut piece that's then put on a CNC press brake and bent. There's three bends on it. And yeah. it was really, really difficult to figure that out. It actually was a pain in the butt. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I just remember like, you know, it, it was kind of all welded together. I mean, industry like, Oh, if you can, if you can bend this, this, and this, uh, I just remember you like stepping back, like, yeah, that's better. But man, now I got to like change everything. And <laughs> which, which is part of the struggle of creating things, right? Like, like you think you've got this, this path and, and, and you think that what's there is good. And then sometimes you, you put that in front of other people and, and you have more eyes on them and, and more ideas coming. That can be a frustrating thing too. I, that's something I really had to learn through, uh, you know, learn to deal with through my past jobs of, I would spend weeks engineering something and was convinced, man, this is amazing. This is the best way to go. And then I bring it before either like the engineering manager or, or some of the other engineers and, and get their feedback. And they would like, take a dump on the whole thing and be like, Nope, this is, you know, here's why that's, you know, here's why this is better. That's better. And, and then you got to kind of fight through that and work with it. And okay. Is that better? Is there something, is there a mix between the two and just trying to figure out uh, yeah, the best way to go. And it's, there's definitely a difference between an idea for something that's going into production and something that you're making like a, a couple of, you know, you can. Yeah. If you're just making something for your house or whatever, or it's your own personal thing, it doesn't always have to be highly refined. But for us with that new vital zone target, it was all about having all of the core tendencies of the ADAP system in this new thing that we created. Yeah. And ultimately and, that's what we've achieved. And really trying to f figure out how you can, make something extremely efficiently because you got to make a bunch of them. There's definitely, yes, yeah, some struggles there. Yeah, we definitely navigated. I think we navigated that in a good way and we'll see what, we'll see how it's received it. Honestly, when I post about that target, our chatter and messages and everything just blows up. I've got people waiting. I've got people telling me that they're ready to buy and, you know, I have departments, which honestly, I put a quote out because I think it'll line up with our release time pretty well. There's places that want 10 or more of these things. So I think it'll be a, a good addition to the lineup. It was definitely, there were aspects of struggling through it, but we made it. We've been shooting it for the past, I've been training on it for the past two months or so, shooting it every week, at least once a week. And it's performed well. I've dished out a lot of hate on the test, <laughs> the final prototype. And I really enjoy shooting. Been, You're talking about the one that I, that, that we worked with last, last year. Yeah, I, I have. I've got. Yeah, I've been shooting the new, all the ones that we have on the range have the new bracket, the laser mm -hmm. cut form bracket. But I've yeah, got the old bracket, but I, I, I really enjoy that target. It's fun. It is. It's, you know, the biggest thing, I'll just give a little teaser here. The biggest reason we did that, it's going to help the, the consumer market for sure. I mean, people are going to buy it. But the biggest thing that I've fought with police departments is they're so used to shooting a C-zone size plate. And it's sometimes, depending on the, the department and how how rooted in their history and how old school they are, they kind of we get pushed back on the mini ADAP because it's too small. And I love that target. It's my favorite one. That's my favorite target too. My and favorite. honestly in the consumer market and in the professional training market, that is literally the number one selling target that we make. Yeah. But in the LEO, the LEO world, 
there is some pushback on anything that's different than the C-zone size plate because they're shooting on cardboard, which has the C-zone, which would kind of be called a BC or whatever. Uh, so I wanted to create that system that was the familiar shape, the size that they're used to, but then gives them the opportunity to be able to train at a higher level all in one system, something that's familiar, but also pushes the, the skill set. And I think that that if I do the marketing well on that and we communicate that well, I think that that's going to make a lot of sense for departments that either, and, and some of them can't switch away from that size plate because of their qualification standards or sure. their SOPs at the department. If it's within that parameter, they can use it. But if it's outside of that, they can't. So, I mean, ultimately I don't mind selling our C-Zone ADAP either, but I feel no, like I've, I've got a couple and I still like those, but yeah. uh, I, I honestly, part of there's part of the reason why I like the, the, the two thirds is because they're smaller and lighter and I'm a wimp. So maybe if I was bigger, yeah. maybe if I was bigger and stronger, I'd like the, like the bigger ones. But honestly, like when I get there, there's times I've, I got both out on the range and, and I feel like I can just close my eyes and shoot in the direction of the C size and hit them. And yeah, that's the downside of the, the bigger plate is if you don't train with purpose, it, it can, not that it will make you sloppy, but it, it can is. encourage you to not be, um, not be very calculated with your shot, not follow through, not do everything properly, because you can really just point in the direct, you know, if you're at seven yards, 10 yards, hitting a season with a pistol is not hard. No. And I feel like part of our mission at TA targets is to encourage people to train to a higher standard. And that includes law enforcement, that includes military, that in includes contractors, private trainers, whoever, whoever holds a gun and points it down range. It's part of our mission to make sure that we have tools that are going to help them become more proficient at protecting people. And I feel like this target system fills yeah. in. That's why I like the new role. One. Yeah. That's why I like the new one because it's still C-sized, but there's a smaller target in the middle to to keep you accountable. And the cool thing is because we, you know, speaking of creation, now some of the aspects of this system came naturally because we already had done a lot of R&D and designing with the ADAP system. But what I really love about it is we maintained all of those original functions and the accessories. So the hostage works with it, the armored post, you can run the arachnid base or the round base. It, it's really versatile. And I, I definitely think that people will see more and more systems coming out that are based around that, that premises rather than, you know, I, I, I don't like, I'll just say this. I don't like novelty targets and I really don't like gimmicky targets that are just, I don't know, kind of like they don't really serve any purpose. If they don't serve a purpose in training, I don't really want to make them. And the reason why is I probably can't justify making them and they're not going to sell at the same rates that the whole, the whole, it all goes full circle. Yeah. But I just really don't like, like there's nothing wrong with the companies that make targets that are just simply to have fun. And it is, important sometimes when you're shooting to just simply have fun but because our some of our core competencies are training people and not even training people but giving people the tools to be trained and to train better i, I just i try to stay away from you know the gimmicky stuff so the next one needs to be the two-thirds with the smaller cutout in the middle come on man you're <laughs> yes. killing me Killing me. We'll have like a little four inch. It'll be a thirty percent reduced A zone. You know what? That's coming now. Yep. I'm saying it right now. Four twenty one, twenty twenty. There will be a mini vital zone. And you guys all heard <laughs> it here. It's my idea. The future. Is I'm now. not confirming that at all because then he's going to want royalties. Yep. Oh, it's already done. <laughs> all I need is sixty percent. Wow. <laughs> we'll talk later about things called margins. <laughs> surviving as a business owner feeding uh, employees and paying them if you make five bucks off each you'll be fine we're gonna sell millions yeah, of these some millions neomag's doing great this year wonder why <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I'm, I'm excited i i actually i'm itching to to release this 
this vital zone and you know we have a hopeful special guest that'll be on the video we got to try to navigate all this craziness but i want to be a special guest i mean you're always welcome out here in pennsylvania just bring bring your mask (laughs) my mask has like it's like a i made it from a who rag and it's uh it's like an american flag who rag so mine my mask is super uh patriotic patriotic yeah that's nice it's really nice i'm envisioning you right now with like muscle shirt sleeves cut off and then guess what i cannibalized a sentry strap and my mask is magnetic closure of course it is yep (laughs) you'll have like some it'll be messing with your thoughts because you've got this like (laughs) magnetic field right on the back of your head a super strong magnet on my abdullah umblangata yeah well then when you when you have like an RFID chip embedded in you it'll like suck the it'll RFID short it up. chip like right up in you where the magnets at and you can cut it out. Dude, the future of Neomag is I'm going to I'm going to have to create something that will that'll short out the the chips in you that have been We actually were just we were just talking about that. Um, me and me and Richard talking about it joking around, kind of joking around. I was like I'm not putting an RFID chip in my body and or it was me and Ethan, and Ethan's like, "Well, how do you get it out?" I was like, "You got to figure out how to EMP yourself, just in a very small area." <laughs> yep. Hopefully, you don't stop your heart. Very directional <laughs> EMP. So that'll be the next product TA Targets is coming out with, and now I am on a list. <laughs> I got to start. No, we're, we're not coming out with anything like that. And it, this is a problem with creating things. Eventually, you start creating stupid things. Yep. But sometimes you or have you, to get, you get things around, out of the way. Or you get around people that create and then stupid ideas just get thrown around all the time. Yep. Happens all the time. I, I tell my buddy, sometimes you have to create all the stupid things to get them out of the way. Yeah. I've created some dumb ones. I, I have just at TA targets made some products that never made it to the shelves and I'm happy they didn't. Yeah. Just because it, <laughs> looking back, I'm like, I don't know what I was thinking. I've got, I've got a couple of things that, that I was really excited about and I still get excited about the prospect of it, but it's a bigger, well, the one's just a bigger uh, product than what I think I even really know how to have made. I don't know. I'm not going to get into it, but um, yeah, sometimes what, sometimes you're going to go through a lot of effort and work to create something that, in hindsight was was not a good idea that happens it's probably arguably one of the hardest hardest uh hardest aspects of creating is knowing when you've created something dumb that you have to put away and it's hard because there's times that i listen to feedback from people and it you kind of gain this this is where that experience comes in so there's times when you when you know that what you have is good and you can move forward with it even if there's naysayers, but yeah, very hard. there's times that you listen to the constructive criticism and it'll open your eyes. And it's really hard to distinguish sometimes between when you listen and when you just ignore. But I think that's why what you were saying at the beginning is important to, to be proactively engaging in your thoughts and your creativeness and your ideas that come into your head just so that you can even train yourself with that yeah that's uh that's all part of it you gotta i think you also kind of learn after you make a couple stupid things you you learn from those and that's how you make good things and uh, i i do agree it's on uh, just on your point of that sometimes you don't know the what you have is good until till later and for me i mean that's how neomeg was i didn't i didn't think i i, I had no idea what i had i had no idea that it was an idea that was going to help so many people and, and and create a business and, and that's really where the feedback from other people that's where it all came back back from so you know getting that feedback from other people i think is, is so important because it's either going to help you weed it out as a bad idea or or spring it forward and that it's, that's a good idea. And sometimes people tell you it's a bad idea, but you think it's a good idea and you have to fight through it. So I don't, probably not making a whole lot of sense to some people here, but it's just kind oh, of Oh, you're making sense. You're making sense. I got it. 
So, uh, did, did I mention the laser that I've purchased a laser? No, I don't think so. So I purchased a laser. What kind of laser is this? 30 watt fiber laser for, uh, like etching, engraving, nice. marking. So you'll be burning through some Cerakote and Cerakote and polymer black and black stuff. nitride and aluminum. Aluminum. <clears throat> Over here, the Amish say aluminum. Ugh. Yeah, it's bad. It's got rid of half of the letters. Aluminum. Aluminum. It's not hard to say. Aluminum. <laughs> maybe in German, that's maybe that's Aluminum. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. So I, I actually, I had, had a laser. Uh, Doesn't Dusty know, currently have your laser? He has, so I had a CO2 laser. Now I, I could get all nerdy here on, on types of lasers. Uh, I, I had a CO2 laser, which, which shoots one singular beam and can burn and mark and etch things. But it is not good at um i like doing larger areas and stuff and it's it, it's it's not as strong of a laser so i i stopped using it because it wasn't fulfilling the need i had which was i i, I needed to be able to mark and etch through black nitride which which that laser can't uh so these fiber lasers can they're extremely powerful and they can etch deep into metals and stuff so I actually had one of these on order a couple years ago when I was still working out of the, out of my basement shop like three shops ago. And, uh, I decided, but so me and my wife decided that we were going to move. And I decided that maybe adding a fairly decent amount of debt wasn't going to be a good idea when we're getting ready to get, get loans and move and stuff. Uh, so I, I scrapped it then and I've still won one ever since. So we're, we're getting to the point now where I'm sending enough stuff out for lasering that I probably could have broke even on one by now. So I decided, you know what, let's just go ahead and, and, and get a laser going. And it's crazy how much pricing has gone down just in the last three years or so. It's like a third of the price of the one that I had on order back then. Yeah, definitely lasers are, they're coming down. Not in my, not in my realm. Yeah. In the not realm to, of what I need to cut. Yeah. We're talking like. Your laser is completely different than what I'm talking about here. <laughs> we're talking like million dollar machines, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is why I don't have one. I'm not talking about that kind of laser. But no, that's, that's cool. I'm, I'm expecting some Neomag stippling. Yeah, we can do. We can do uh, yeah, we can do stippling and they can, everybody likes to laser things on PMAGs, silly things on yeah. PMAGs. And you got to laser some numbers on your PMAGs. So you, keep I will track be doing who's that. Who's. Yeah. I'm just going to put not dusties on all of them. <laughs> yeah. That way when I go through his gear after I can't find any of mine, I, I'll go through his range bag and find all the not dusty mags. Yeah, that's cool. That's definitely neat. That'll be something fun. Those things are crazy sounding. Yeah. They're burning. (laughs) (laughs) They're so fast. I swear it gives me like, I don't know. It gives me this like tension. This tension just happens in my body when I watch these lasers ripping around. I feel like I got to like try to twitch with the laser. (laughs) It's it's really bad. Well, and one exciting thing, like I've already got people wanting you know, as soon as I, I, I told them I've, I got a laser coming, they get all giddy cause they have stuff that they want lasered. So, uh, it could potentially be its own revenue stream and I'm probably gonna have to hire somebody to not full-time run that laser, but I've got enough other stuff. I, I, I've got a number of other things that I need help with and, and me and the other guys all kind of help with, uh, like collectively to do that would be nice to have one singular person handle those tasks, but there's not quite enough there where it merits hiring somebody else. I think the laser could be the thing that that tips me over that edge and I'm probably going to have to hire somebody else to part of their job responsibilities. 
Nice. Bang a laser. Because I, I think, you know, one thing I've, I, I've been asked so many times, Hey, can you, uh, you know, if, if I buy a Neomag, can you put, can you put my initials on the side or I'm getting this as a, as a gift for somebody, can you put their name on it and all this and all these things? And I'm like, I can, but I, I can't do it. I have to send it out. So I see an upcharge option in the very near future. Exactly. So I already talked to my website guy. Yeah. Want some customization, $15 or something. I don't know. Yeah. It'd be a little drop down. Dude, that's a, (laughs) that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's definitely going to happen. There's going to be a drop down. You can customize, you know, know, maybe we'll have a couple like a little logo type things. If you want American flag on it or Texas flag or a punisher skull. I don't know. Oh, please, please. No punish. No punisher skull. Punisher no. skull. Everything. No, no, that's the that's first thing I'm going to do when I, the first thing I'm doing, I get this. Laser. And you're probably going to send me one. I'm punisher sculling <laughs> everything. <laughs> I'm going to get a box and then I'm going to open it. And there's going to be this like gently placed neomag with a punisher skull. I'm going to, I'm going to have to burn it. I'm going to have to burn it. I'm going to punish your, <laughs> like, I'm going to punish your skull, my, my toilet plunger. It's just, I'm, to, I'm, I'm punish your skulling everything. I feel like your, your uh, wife is going to put a stop to that pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to punish your skull, her shifter knob and her, and her SUV. I'm going to everything. Wow. Everything, everything, everything the, in your house. All the things are going to, are you going to tattoo yourself? It's mm. a real question. No. Are you scared? I'm not sticking any of my appendages under this laser. <laughs> Just on the back of your hand. It'd be great. You could put all five fingers down and get like finger tats right across. It'd be awesome. Just I have, have tattoos. I have tattoos. I have no problem with getting tat- real tattoos. Burning myself? I'm, I'm the biggest baby when it comes to burns. Ugh. Yeah. Burns are the worst. I got it. I don't like it either. Yeah. Tattoos? I'm good. Cool, man. Well, we should probably get to work. Let's, let's get to creating things. Yeah, hopefully that was encouraging for somebody. Hopefully. Hopefully it makes some sense. Awesome. Well, I am going to get back. I've got to do some AutoCAD work. But we'll catch up with everybody next week. All right. Take care. Yep. See you, man. <laughs>